We do have the president and CEO of the Edmonton Elks here in the booth. I'll juggle this a little bit longer while we get everybody under headset properly. We've got kickoff coming up at 5 o'clock, about 45 minutes away. But right now, I'll turn it over to Morley, Dave Fent, Elks president and CEO, Victor Queen. All right. Uh, thanks, Brendan. Victor does indeed uh, join us. And he just came over. You were just you were just telling me you were meeting with some special guests that you had at the game tonight. Well, the, uh, the dean for the faculty of business, Mr. Kyle Murray, had this great idea to bring all the international students to come see a football game. So right at the quarterback club, we have 150 students that have never experienced football before, have moved to Edmonton to go to U of A for the first time in their life, and they're so excited. And this is going to be an annual event. But another great example of how we're just trying to strengthen our ties with community leaders, community institutions, and um, bring this great game to as many people as we can. Yeah. Uh, Victor, we've talked a lot about the losing streak at home. It's hit 12 games now, but I think this week we've found the key because the many football Balls are back, right? <laughs> yeah, the minute for <laughs> finally, finally. Well, that, what was the holdup? First off, there was it was just um, uh, supply chain delays. So we had our order, and then for months it was just stuck at the dock in in on uh, Vancouver, and we just we couldn't get it out. They were just behind. So finally came in, and the team pulled a prank on me. <laughs> it was pretty good. I was unsuspecting, but it was Yeah, if it you didn't great. see it on social media, they absolutely filled your vehicle full of mini footballs. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> uh, was well, it, that's, that's, you know, melding the past and what worked in the past. And, you know, you're trying new things, and you're, you're trying new ideas as well. But how important that to try and mesh the two, and that's not always easy. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the other part of that is I'm a big history guy, and mm-hmm. I always want to pay respect to the Double E, to the Edmonton Eskimo brand, and to our fans that have been loyal there through that whole time. So you want to respect you, what you, where you've come from in your journey, but also fill it with optimism and hope of where you're going. And that's where the Elks brand is, and that's the future that we're trying to build. But it doesn't mean that you know you discard the past. Yeah. Uh, where do you think things sit right now? I mean, we're we're going to play game number 11 here. We're getting close to late. Labor Day, which is always the a special time in the CFL because it just means everything is changing and, you know, the, the, the leaves are changing, although if it's still 30 degrees uh, by Labor Day, then, you know, someone forgot. But uh, where are things at right now as far as you're concerned, as far as, you know, making sure you get your, your footprint out there and get, get the, the brand uh, out there to many people as possible? Um, definitely losing is like running into a headwind, yeah. right? So winning on the field and having a great product on the field is important. Coach Jones is focused on that. The team is focused on that. I, I talked to them yesterday, um, and uh, they're just, you know, they're not actually looking at this as they're coming off a win against the same team. Their refocus is like, look, it's another game, you know, another, another, another week, and let's do our job. I've seen a couple of quotes from you, and I think I heard you talking as well this week about your trip to Ottawa last week and how impressed you are with the way the Ottawa Red Blacks run their organization and their game days especially. Uh, Expand on that a little bit for me. Well, I think, you know, people have this perception about our league that, oh, we're too old and, and, and boring and we can't appeal to a younger audience. And I kind of had just absorbed that through osmosis from everybody and assumed that to be true. But you go to Ottawa, that stadium, half of the stadium is under 35 years old, and you see groups of of men, young men, young women, enjoying a social atmosphere with football in the background, and that's part of the experience. And that really let me to open my eyes to see that actually we do have a great product. 
We have a great product that can appeal to all ages, all demographics, whatever the ethnicity. The problem, and what we have to do better at, is the league has to get better at reaching Canadians, and us as teams have to do better, because Ottawa's doing, has, has got some pieces right. Um, of course, they've got a great new facility mm -hmm. that milk mixes uh, commercial use, bars and restaurants, and have those kind of things that we don't have, mm -hmm. but their vision in getting to that means that it's attainable for for everybody else. Victor, I remember having a, a conversation with you just after you got the job. We were sitting in your office and you were talking about the annual dinner and how yeah, at that point you said to me you wanted to do it differently. Uh, you made the announcement this week. You are doing it differently. Kind of go over what your thought process is for September 26th and uh, the return of the annual dinner. The annual dinner is such an important uh, you know, annual event on, on our calendar for, for fans and the players and the coaches and, and uh, season ticket holders. And we've always done it in a expo center or in a ballroom and you know, ask questions and players come up and that kind of stuff but not we weren't making the changes for the sake of change it, it really stemmed from this is that every time I have the opportunity to step onto the field and get onto that turf and touch it it feels magical to me I don't, I don't know how to explain it but I don't take it for granted of how beautiful the stadium is to stand down there and look up at 56,000 seats and imagine what it must feel like to be a player or an athlete and showcasing your talent down there and I, you know every kid grows up dreaming of trying to be a, a, a superstar athlete and I think the September 26th annual dinner is part of trying to help people relive that. We're holding the dinner and it's set up with all the tables on the field so that you can enjoy highlights on the jumbotron and hear the sound. And when, when the guests arrive, they're going to come through the player's tunnel with smoke and wow. actual our players are going to be there with their pads and their helmets on high-fiving the guests as they come out so the the guests can experience what it was you know that that energy and then i also want to showcase how talented our athletes are as heroes. And to do that, you have to have highlight videos on the Jumbotron. They have to come out like a star and then go sit down at the table with the sponsor and to, for people to know um, what, um, who they are. So our reimagining of it was really driven from that childhood dream of like, look how magical this field is and how lucky we are to have this beautiful stadium. It's been the issue, I think, with the Canadian Football League because of COVID. Obviously, in 2020, it wasn't possible. No season in COVID. Last year, there was so many COVID protocols in place that there was no mingling between players and fans. And to kind of bring that back, I, I, it's been special. Just seeing, you know, fans on Twitter talking about, you know, having interactions with players again. And it's just such a such a cool thing to see happening again because everybody missed it. Players missed it. Fans missed it, especially. Yeah. And, and then, you know, back to the September 26th dinner, like, we're also expanding it where it's not just our football players it's football players from the entire amateur football that we're recognizing them giving them awards that night and inviting them to come so this is really about trying to create the entire football ecosystem together in the city and letting everybody come together as a community nice and tickets on sale right now by the way uh, if you had to ticket master for the uh, elks annual dinner uh, you got two members of the uh, EE alumni that are here signing autographs and uh, Eddie Steele and uh, Calvin McCarty got a chance to talk with Eddie for a bit and you know he, he talked about how he feels the connection with with the organization how important is it for you to make sure that the alumni are involved as much as they can with the current with the current group 
That's very important. I mean, it's a no-brainer that we should have great relationships with alumni, particularly those that have chosen to make Edmonton home. And that, I mean, that is what helps strengthen our city and our community when professional athletes bring their families here and add to the economic impact beyond their career, right? Um, the relationship, like we have this regular ongoing autograph session for them because I wanted, for me, I just look at it as a fan when I walk around, like I want their autograph. So why shouldn't we do it? I actually, I saw this, if you guys remember in Montreal when they did the reunion of, yes. the, of and they had four autograph stations on the the field. Yep. I thought if we could find the manpower to adopt that after every game when we let all the kids on the field yeah. and then we even had our players and alumni down there signing autographs and throwing footballs like it would be it'd be fantastic, right? Are you pretty happy with the steps you've made this year? Uh, I, I know you, you came in late, um, halfway through the offseason, basically, and I know you had a head full of things you wanted to, to implement. You've got some of them off the ground. I know you're still fine-tuning some other things. Are you pretty happy with where you've got things off the field right now? No. That was a deep breath. <laughs> no. I... I I want to do more. I'm not ha- happy. I'm not content. I know that we have a lot of work to do. This is a, a, a two, three-year rebuild that we that is going to take time, especially the, the depth of the changes that we want to do. I wish I could do more, and I wish I had more time. Um, I'm not at all ready to sit down and say this is we're, we're cruising. You know, this summer, I uh, I sent my family away on holidays for six weeks so that I could focus on work and I hammered down 14, 15 hour days, seven days a week for that six weeks while they were gone and it still wasn't enough time and um, I'm happy to do that and I'm excited to do that but it also revealed to me the depth of the work that we have ahead of us to bring the Edmonton Elks back to where I believe it should be, which is the number one sport property in this country, not this league. I think that when you start filling the stadium with 50,000 people 10 times a year, you're the number one sport property in this nation. That's how I see it. And and if we can do that and engage fans all year long and build that, now we do have a path to that in things that we want to change from our ticketing and our season ticket holders and all that kind of stuff, but unable to change it halfway through the year, halfway through the season, yep. and something that we want to do for 2023. And also these things are a slow build. We can't, we can't explode everything because some things are working really well. We have a great team, great coaching staff, you know, um, that are really excited about the, the things that we're doing. And the stuff like our annual dinner on the 26th takes time for people to embrace that change. I don't want people scared and thinking, oh, it's not going to be, you know, respecting our tradition. Of course we will, but it, mm-hmm. I recognize it takes time for people to embrace something new. Okay, I have one more pressing matter to address with you, and that is I heard this rumor that you got out of a dunk tank last week in Ottawa. <laughs> no, he called me out. I was standing there watching him and and and, uh, and he asked me to, you know, said, we'll raise a lot more money if I went in the dunk tank, <laughs> right? But I was in a suit. I'm like, oh, no, I, I should have done it. I, now that I think about it, I'm like, that was weak of me. Sounds like a KG veteran move. Yeah. KG veteran move. Yeah. Uh, Vic Dequi, uh, Elks president and CEO. Thanks for your time today, man. Appreciate it and uh, enjoy the game tonight. Thank you very much. Go Elks.